This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try right brand bacon. That's called right brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday. Dan and the Dan, it's Dan Patrick Show. The NFL announced a couple of days ago that it would officially partner with four more gambling companies, reaching agreements with three other operators in April. And certainly not hard to see the irony. Not long ago, the NFL was making grand statements about gambling. They even came down on Tony Romo for having the audacity to hold a fantasy football event in Las Vegas. They've changed their whole direction with no explanation whatsoever. Of course, sports betting being legalized is a fine excuse. And there's a good argument to be made that the league and its players deserve a cut of the money. But this does appear to be another example of the NFL making up their own ethical stances because it's good for business. And they're hardly the only organization in the world to act that way. They're in the overwhelming majority But still, every time the NFL makes a seemingly well-meaning statement, there's reason to wonder how it affects the bottom line. Any concerns about being involved in gambling went out the window when huge amounts of money started flowing through legal gambling. I bring this up for a couple of reasons. Yes, there's hypocrisy here, but we're used to that with the NFL. Arch Schleister is getting released from prison. And if you're old enough to remember Arch Schleister, he was a... Great high school player. Uh, He was very good at Ohio State. He was drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. I think he was the fourth pick overall. But uh, from January to March of 1983, Arch Schleister reportedly lost nearly $400,000 to Baltimore area bookies. It was the Baltimore Colts that he went to, later becoming the Indianapolis Colts. 
In May, it was reported that the FBI had launched an investigation into Arch Schleister's gambling while playing at Ohio State. He was suspended by the NFL commissioner, Pete Rozelle, indefinitely. In fact, the commissioner said Arch Schleister will not be reinstated until the league can be solidly assured that the serious violations of cardinal NFL rules he has committed will not be repeated. Well, they were repeated. And... He was suspended. He was reinstated. He returned to the Colts' active roster. The following season, the Colts waived him after five games. In 1986, he joined the Buffalo Bills as a free agent. He is a career criminal. He has defrauded people out of millions of dollars. He had a run of prison sentences that spanned two decades. Gambling addiction led to financial fraud, theft, and what appeared to be a promising NFL career. He was, and still is, uh, he tested positive for cocaine while he was in prison. Even when he was set to be released, he had a woman on the outside who was placing bets for him. He's 61 years of age. He started gambling when he was in high school. This is Art Schleister who had everything, but he got addicted. He got caught up. And he has an addiction problem, not just gambling. Now, as part of his parole, Arch Leister was required to sign a contract agreeing to a number of rules. He can't own guns, use illegal drugs, can't leave the state without notifying his parole officer. But believe it or not, as part of his parole, there is nothing in the contract stating Arch Leister cannot gamble. I know it's a cautionary tale. I know you go, well, that's one person, or that happened a long time ago. This is all it takes. It takes somebody who can't control themselves. What if, if Arch Schleister was playing today, he'd be gambling today. Now, he might be gambling legally. He might be playing in a game that he's betting on through bookies. Because somebody like this, while they might be betting legally, they would probably want to bet with a bookie because you, you can't be betting uh, college football, pro football, but Arch Schleister is in debt $400,000 back then. Who's to say he's not going to give inside information? Who's to say he wouldn't throw a game? This will happen. Not it could. This will happen in our lifetime where we have a situation where somebody gets so deep in debt gambling that they do something. And is it throw a game? And before you say, well, you know, now it's legalized. That doesn't mean everybody is going to bet legally because two people I know who bet on football games, they bet through a bookie. They don't want to bet legally. They don't want to have to declare their uh, winnings. They, They don't want to pay taxes. This is going to continue. But I remember growing up, Arch Schleister, that was the guy. Like, he couldn't miss. Arch Schleister. He was, grew up in Ohio, uh, a small town in Ohio, went to Ohio State. He was going to be a star. Had all this talent. You know, he was 6'3", 190. But Arch Schleister is a career criminal. Uh, guilty of fraud, a massive ticket scheme that uh, built millions of dollars from his victims. He pleaded guilty to that. 
He was promising college and NFL tickets to buyers. Didn't deliver the tickets. It's a cautionary tale, but whenever I think of Arch Schleister, I don't go, well, it's only one person. He got caught. There's money where there's money, where there's somebody who loses money. Pete Rose got into a situation where he wasn't a good gambler. Well, what are you willing to do? I'm going to bet on games I'm managing. Do I think bet he bet while he was playing? Yes, I do. Do I think there are players who bet now? Yes, I do. But they do make a lot of money. But Arch Schleister was making a lot of money back then, too. And he got in over his head. And you know what happens when you make money? You bet more. Because I, I remember I didn't make any money. And I'm betting $100, $200, $300. You know, biggest bet I ever made was uh, $3,000 on a bowl game. I lost. cost me 3300 When you have it, you bet it. Uh, I remember being in Tahoe and watching somebody who I used to work with or be around, and he had, I think, three or four hands in front of him playing blackjack for $25,000 a hand. And I'm thinking, I don't know if he has that kind of money, but entertainment purposes and, hey, just having a little bit of fun here. Arch Leister probably thought, this is fun. He used to go to the, uh, the horse track. He used to bet $30 on a race. Then it became 50 Then it became 100 Then it became 1000 then it became, I'm going to bet on football games. That's how it starts. And then when you are, when you owe them money, then they use you. That's what happened with the Boston College point shaving scandal. Hey, we're going to give you money. All we're asking is uh, don't try too hard. Make sure here's the, uh, the point spread. Uh, you, you guys got to win by eight points or less. That's all. And then you can't walk away. Because all they have to say is, we're going to expose you. We're going to call the NCAA. We're going to call your coach. That's what happened to Boston College with the point shaving scandal. So Arch Schleister is being released on parole. Just a name to file away. Maybe nothing comes up. Hopefully nothing comes up. But if something does, don't be surprised. Because... I have an addictive personality. I know it. If I, if I latch onto it, then I want to continue to do it. And gambling was something that I did. And I became consumed by it. Constant. Couldn't even watch a game that I had bet on. But that didn't stop me from gambling. Even, uh, you know, fantasy. I couldn't be in one league. I had to be in five. It couldn't be one sport. I had to be in baseball, golf, NASCAR. It happens. It happens to people. You get addicted to something. It's not just drugs, alcohol. This is gambling. And Arch Schleister had everything you could possibly ask for. And it wasn't enough. Because all it took is a, one gamble, two, one bet, another bet, another bet. Hey, this is great. I love it. Arch Schleister is being paroled this week. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, we discussed Urban Meyer 
saying the quiet thing out loud where he factored in the vaccine. If he would have said, if you leave out the V word and just said, hey, you know what? We factored in the availability of players as far as if we were going to keep them or not. Would he be facing um, an investigation by the NFL Players Association? Because right now that's what's going on. The NFL Players Association doesn't know if it can prove it, but the NFL is looking into the com- NFL Players Association looking into Urban Meyer's comments. But the NFL set up these tough rules themselves. They don't want to look sympathetic to unvaccinated players, but they don't want a coach to be able to say, hey, this is what I did. I factored this in. Do I think that Bill Belichick factored this in? Yes. Do I think all the other coaches factored this in? Yes. Why not? I would. You just can't say it out loud. And Urban Meyer is not used to having somebody say, uh, Urban, you can't say that out loud. Urban had total autonomy in college. I don't want to answer to anybody. All right, maybe my athletic director, maybe the commissioner. But in the NFL, there's rules. There's unions. Wait, there's protocols. And Urban Meyer is once again, put himself right, right in the middle of the bullseye. And the NFL Players Association, while it'd be difficult to prove, from what I'm told, the NFL Players Association is looking into this. Yeah, McLevin. Is it confusing, though? Because I feel like the NFL PA does want players to get vaccinated. So, you know, they came up with this system of rules, which strongly encourages players to get vaccinated. So it's kind of their system. But you can't have, you know, discrimination here. You Like that lawsuit or potential lawsuit that I got cut because I wouldn't get vaccinated. But the NFLPA set up a system that is discriminatory by nature. It makes it impossible for unvaccinated players, the NFL and the NFLPA together. No, almost impossible. Like, can you lose your job over this? Can we make it difficult for you to come to work each day? I, I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I don't want to play one on TV, but I would think that why would the NFL Players Association be looking into this? No, they have to, right, just because the law was written. Yes. But, but the overall message, though, I feel like they, they want players to get vaccinated. They, they want teams to encourage their players. Yeah, so and the owners want confusing. this, too. Yeah. But you can't demand it. Now, what is the law legal state? Like, isn't this all going into the Supreme Court, whether employers can make their their guys get vaccinated? That's like still uh, to be determined out there. Oh, that's beyond my pay grade. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> I mean, like, you're on. getting into really big. It's like where sports and society intersect here. That's a really big issue. Big question. But do I think that, you know, Cam Newton not being vaccinated factored into this? Well, maybe not that that's why he got cut. I think it might be the reason why he's not picked up. He got, I think he got cut, released, because he got involved in whatever COVID protocol or there was miscommunication that took him out of the Patriots practice lineup for three days. And Mac Jones ran the offense, and I think the coaches came away saying, what are we waiting for? We're we're postponing the inevitable. Mac Jones is winning this job. And that's what I was told yesterday. Make no mistake about this. This was not about Cam Newton and COVID protocol or not getting vaccinated. Mac Jones won the job. And I was, I was told that yesterday. But Cam missing practice is part of the reason for that. I mean, it didn't help his case. 
And I wonder if a team is going to pick up Cam Newton if he's not going to be a starter and he's not vaccinated. Plain and simple. You know? So I think the NFL Players Association has to look into this just to say to its you know players, to the union, we have your back. Wait, did I get cut because I wasn't vaccinated? Can they cut me because I wasn't vaccinated? Is that the reason why? It'll be hard to prove, but Urban Meyer, he spoke out loud. But I do think these other coaches have done the same thing. All right, uh, what's the poll question we're going with final hour? Okay, so hour two was, uh, who will have a better Ooh. rookie season? Or actually, who will win rookie of the year? Who's more likely, uh, Mac Jones or Trevor Lawrence? 57% say Mac Jones. All right. Uh, we do have a, a back a back row and a front row bet here. Yes, McLean. No, it's left, right. Left, right bet. Seton and I versus Paul and Todd on rookie of the year. No, Paulie's not in. Okay. Uh, Pritzy is. Yeah, that's right, it. so it's me and Andrew versus Todd. Yes. For we we have the, the field. So Todd gets Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence for rookie of the year. Tony Dungy tweeted, was there anything wrong with what Urban Meyer said uh, he said that vaccination status was, quote, a factor in decisions. When these rules were instituted, did anybody in their right mind think vaccination status would not be considered at all? Well, yes, I'm sure they, fa- they factored it in. They just didn't know that a coach would say it out loud. I mean, Ur- Urban Meyer's got to understand that he has to adapt to the NFL. And part of that is you got to play a game. And that's what this game is. You don't have to tell us everything. You don't have to go Belichickian where you don't say anything. Uh, make sure you uh, take, up, take me up on this opportunity. Next great podcast, giving you an opportunity to submit your great podcast idea to myself, the podcast team at iHeartRadio and Tongle, and uh, go to danpatrick.com. You click on the link on our homepage, and you uh, make a submission. We're going to select 10 finalists. And we will give you a budget, the opportunity to produce a pilot episode of your podcast, and then we'll pick a winner. You have until September 17th to submit. Just go to danpatrick.com, follow the link, submit your idea. Good luck. We'll take a break. We're going to tell you the best quarterbacks in college football, the ones that we'll be talking about next year at this time. We're going to be way ahead of the curve. We're going to tell you, I don't know, maybe we look in the crystal ball to 2023 and 2024 while we're at it. But this is where you can go, well, I didn't see Zach Wilson happening or some of these other players. There are some quarterbacks that you need to be aware of, and uh, they'll be on display starting this weekend. Take a break. Back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. I've been uh, telling you now for four years that we've announced the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. That's at Full Sail University. The campus is located in Orlando. We have over 400 active students, 100 graduates. Students have already come out ready for a job because you're learning all the facets of the industry. Being in the studio, in the control room, the press box, uh, producer, uh, reporter, anchor. We have grads, uh, Chris Burns, Carly Ford. They're on-air reporters. Tyler Schaub, the sports director at a station in California. Sam Guzman, a producer at a station in Texas. Uh, We also had somebody just hired by Bill Simmons uh, at The Ringer. If you or anyone you know is looking to get into the field, our school is ready for you. In about half the time, you can earn your bachelor's degree in sportscasting. Choose to earn your degree online as well or full sales campus in Orlando. Beautiful campus there. To learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, go to fullsale.edu slash Dan Patrick. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75 Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. 
all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This award-nominated program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz Vans built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. We'll talk some college football here in a moment. Let me get to uh, Nick in Irvine, California. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. You're... Uh, We lost you, Nick. Wow. A little violent out of the gate there. Call back, Nick. See if we can get a better phone line. Or maybe not. Call back. Sounded like he was in the Matrix there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mike Renner, pro football focus lead draft analyst, co-host of the Tailgate podcast. Head over to profootballpff.com. Use the promo code PFF30 for 30% off any PFF subscriptions. I want to talk about quarterbacks, but I want you to go back to last year, though, Mike. And where was Zach Wilson on your radar? Where was Mac Jones on your radar? These are guys who are starting week one in the NFL because it feels like every year we happen upon somebody and we go, where did they come from? So let's go back to where you had Zach Wilson and Mac Jones a year ago. They were on the radar for sure. They were not super high on that radar though. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, obviously we saw him towards the end after Tua went down. There was a guy on our staff, our college guy, Seth Galena, who said, you know, he could end up as, as an actual quarterback prospect. I didn't think he had the tools. Zach Wilson obviously had that shoulder injury, did not have a good sophomore year. He was actually more thought of highly as a prospect by us back after his freshman year. So I think he kind of hit the nail on the head here. There's like a, this trend of guys coming out of nowhere. Um, and I think it's just kind of how quarterback development has been uh, at the younger ages uh, nowadays. It doesn't kind of take that long four-year starter to actually establish yourself as this real deal quarterback prospect. I said this numerous times last season that Mac Jones was making it look too easy. The regular season he was just making it look too easy. And then I, I thought, well, okay, you got a, you got a running back first rounder. You got offensive line, first rounders, wide receivers, first rounders. Is he any good? I, I, I wasn't, I, I don't know if I'm still sure how good he is, but he, there's something to be said about how easy he made it look last year. That is the sort of million-dollar question that everyone's trying to figure out in quarterback evaluations. How do you separate what the quarterback's doing from what the offense and the talent around him is doing? And it's very easy to hit guys who are wide open. A lot of quarterbacks can do that with wide open pockets, with three feet in every direction to work with. But it's what can you do to go above and beyond that. And I think we almost underrated, or a lot of people underrated the fact that Mac Jones was kind of, he was creating some of that space in his own. He would look off linebackers. He would hold safeties. He would do the things that it's difficult to sort of quantify. And you see a guy running wide open. Sometimes that's on the quarterback for, like I said, holding a safety or getting this, creating the space himself. And Mac Jones did that better than any other quarterback in class last year, maybe even if not Trevor Lawrence right up there with him. So I think that did get underrated, and you're seeing that in the preseason now. All right. If the draft were held today, the first quarterback taken, absolutely, positively, no doubt, is? There's there's no Trevor Lawrence in this year's class. But to me, it's Spencer Rattler, the Oklahoma quarterback. 
Obviously, Lincoln Riley develops quarterbacks there as good as anyone else in the country, and his talent is just off the charts. And just what he can do, not only physically with his legs as a runner, but just outside the pocket arm talent, he kind of takes that sort of playmaking ability that everyone's looking for, that out-of-structure stuff that Mahomes is known for, that Aaron Rodgers is known for. He takes that to the extreme. He was the highest-graded quarterback by us here at PFF outside the pocket last year. He is looking to do that almost first. He's kind of the definition of a Gen Z quarterback where the, the attention span's not there. He wants to break the pocket. He wants to just start making plays, uh, and he consistently does it in that Oklahoma offense. Yeah, but he got benched last year. I, I know. I watched yeah. him when he started, and I was like – as I remember watching him in high school because he had Nico Mannion, the basketball player, I think was on his uh, high school football team. Like they, th- he was like, wow, this guy is awesome. And then he goes to Oklahoma and I'm thinking he ain't awesome. He became better, a lot better last year, but see, that's just it. Like it's, it's rolling the dice. If I, if you would have said at the beginning of last year, that guy is going to be the first quarterback taken. I would have went, he got talent. I don't know if he's going to be consistent enough. That's the thing. It's at this point, these guys aren't to the level of Trevor Lawrence. They're not to the level of even Justin Fields was coming into his last year of college. Um, but the talent is there. And that's kind of what you're basing it off of. It's the things that he's kind of doing and excelling at, you can't really teach. And the sort of inside the pocket, staying within structure, you can develop that more. You can't develop a guy to throw it 50 yards on a dime running to his right, which we've seen Rattler do multiple times. Okay. So Spencer Rattler out of Oklahoma. The second quarterback off the board, if the draft were today, would be? Sam Howell, North Carolina, another guy who's very talented. I mean, he might have the strongest arm in the country. Uh, him or Malik Willis from Liberty right up there. They both have throws in their tape that are 60-plus you know, yards and not, not super sky balls. Uh, he's throwing it on the line. Uh, almost physically looks like Baker Mayfield's just a shade over six foot, about 215, uh, can make some plays as a runner. But – that North Carolina offense, why we're not kind of putting them in that, you know, that conversation of Trevor Lawrence, like a surefire lock number one is that threw more RPOs than anyone else in the country last year. He threw more go balls than anyone else in the country. And not that, not saying that he won't have to do those at the NFL level, but those are one read, basically not having to do quarterbacky things. It's just arm talent at that point. So the arm talent's there. Physical tools are there to, to end up as an number one overall pick. It's just, we need to see him actually operate an offense there. At North Carolina more. All right. The third quarterback off the board is? Here's where it gets a little hairy. I think those two are the top two, clearly. The guy I like as the third quarterback off the board is the Kai guy I touched on just there, Malik Willis from Liberty. Uh, Trey Lance goes number three overall this past year, basically based off of what he can do physically. Uh, not much sort of polish as a quarterback, not much sort of even – experience as a quarterback, Trey Lance. That's kind of Malik Willis at Liberty. He was a former Auburn guy, lost out to Bo Nix, but he, he said, might have the strongest arm in the country and is the best runner in the country. He had over a thousand yards rushing last year, is six foot, 225, and runs a four five. Like he had more broken tackles than a lot of the running backs drafted last year. This guy could be a running back in the NFL if he wanted to, would be a probably third, fourth rounder if he just wanted to play that. And that's going to play so much and has been playing so much with guys like Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, how it impacts defenses so I do think that even if Malik Willis doesn't necessarily develop too much as a passer just what he can do from a rushing perspective is going to show him uh, get him drafted highly he's Mike Renner the pro football focus lead draft analyst uh let me throw out a couple other names JT Daniels at Georgia high on him 
Not yet. You will go back and watch the Cincinnati game. So he comes in end of last year. I think he played five games. I want to say the first few electric. I mean, he's bombing it down the football field, but then you watch him go up against a good defense. So he didn't actually face any of the top sort of competition in the SEC when he does come in. He plays a good defense in Cincinnati and basically doesn't know when to stop taking chances with the football. Had one of the highest average depths of target of any quarterback in college football last year, over 12 yards down the football field. He's just throwing almost willy nilly. And you see that in the bowl game where he's just taking all these bad chances and necessarily Hmm. uh, not really reading the defenses first. So still too early, I'd say for him, but he was the, he was QB three in that class behind Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields coming out of high school, obviously a massively talented dude, but we just need to see a more consistent quarterback this year. Keaton Slovis at USC. I don't think he has a great arm, but I think he's really accurate. I don't know. And he's got good size. So I think six two six three. What do you think of Slovis? Yeah, he, he's the guy that needs that Mac Jones sort of leap to basically playing perfect football because no one's going to draft him first overall based off of what he brings to the table physically. And he's that the arm is not great, but you know Joe Burrow's arm wasn't great. You went number one overall. But when it is not great, you have to play flawless. You have to not make mistakes with the football. And I think that's what Slovis has just done too much of at this point, throw the ball to the other team. He's basically missing linebackers, missing reads, and that sort of thing that you can't do. But he he does have the sort of the processing ability. You see him get to his checkdowns quickly. You see him get to second reads very quickly. He has that ability, but just too many sort of boneheaded plays so far. I know uh, Carson Strong at Nevada, that he lives up to his name. You know, he's a big kid, but he's at Nevada. How did somebody who's maybe a first-round draft pick end up at Nevada? I actually haven't looked too much into his recruiter background, why he ended up there. But it is surprising because not only is he, you know, playing good football at the quarterback position, he's he's got a cannon. And he's got a very aesthetically pleasing release, like kind of like Aaron Rodgers' release, where it's just like it's quick. It looks like the way a football should be thrown. That's Carson Strong. Um, And so I think he could end up in that first-round conversation Obviously played exceptionally well last year. Has a pretty good wide receiver out there in Romeo Dubs who could be in the first strong conversation as well. That he's going to play some real dope competition this year. I believe he plays Boise State early on. Plays, plays Cal. Cal early on. Plays yeah. Some, yeah, plays some, plays some actual you know, D1 competition after not playing any, or excuse me, Power 5 competition after not playing any last year. But Carson Strong, I think he had the most completions of anyone. And by far, that came 50-plus yards downfield last year and had the farthest throw in the country from start to finish 70 yards from his hand to where the ball ended up of any quarterback in the country last year. I'll throw out another one. It's only because the scout told me about him. Kenny Pickett at Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett. He's got, so there's a lot of guys with cannons in this draft class. Not a guy, not a lot of guys who are polished though. He is all over the place with his accuracy so far. <laughs> like he'll, he'll have throws that are just, I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous throws. He reminds me a lot of the guy who might be starting for the Colts or Jacob Eason. Uh, back at Washington, where it's just like, man, that is 40-yard laser post. And then the next one is a bubble screen that's sailed over a guy's head. So Pickett has the physical ability, but, man, he has accuracy issues for days. You got some good games coming up this weekend. Will we see a surprise in college football? I mean, you would definitely see a surprise. If you're asking me to predict a surprise, that is not my forte. I am not I am not the best prognosticator. But uh, my, my – my upset pick, if there is any upset pick, I think Georgia comes out. Georgia's my, one of my national championship picks. I think they come out and put it to Clemson because this is the most talented defense in the country right now. 
And yeah, Clemson's ranked three, Georgia's ranked five, but I think on a neutral field, give me Georgia in that one. Mike, good to talk to you. We'll be talking to you during the season. Thank you very much. For sure. Thanks for having me on, Dan. Have a good one. That's Mike Renner, Pro Football Focus Lead Draft Analyst. I will say that Mike does make me feel better about, about my questions when I go, uh, who's your upset special this weekend? <sighs> Mike, he gives it great thought. I appreciate that. By the way, as strange as this is going to sound, of all the games this weekend, and you got Penn State, Wisconsin, you got uh, Alabama, Miami, Indiana, Iowa, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State plays Minnesota Thursday night. I'm interested in... Louisiana versus Texas. Good call. I'm really interested in Louisiana. Not, not LSU. LSU's got UCLA, but Louisiana against Texas. Because the clock starts ticking for, on Steve Sarkeesian. He's got a three-year window here at Texas. Louisiana is a top 25 team. Yeah, Paul. Your Raging Cajuns are getting eight points from Texas. All right. Yeah, entertainment purposes only. Money line. Yeah. It's tricky when you're trying to handicap these quarterbacks because of all those quarterbacks that we mentioned, there will probably be another quarterback that comes out of nowhere and you'll go, wait, where did he come from? How long's he been a starter? Because if you said to me, Zach Wilson at the beginning of the year, a year ago, hey, he's going to go number two overall. And I'd go, okay. Um, I didn't see enough, enough consistency. I knew he was highly thought of, but then all of a sudden, you know, we didn't even know if he's going to start or not at BYU. Yeah, McClellan. Yeah, he threw 11 touchdowns and nine picks as a sophomore at BYU. I don't believe he was on it. How could he be on anyone's radar with those numbers? I don't, I don't know. Mike's like, yeah, he was on our radar. I'm like, really? Well, like I think you that. have to say that. Like, yeah, we knew about him. Yeah, it's like Ben Volan covers the Patriots for the Boston Globe. And he said what 99% of us probably thought but didn't say or wouldn't say, and that is, I thought that Cam Newton was going to be the starter. He covers the Patriots. So when all these analysts go, yep, I could see this one coming. No, 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 you didn't. Or you would have said, Tom Curran came out and he said, "Here, it, this is a no-brainer. He should be. Don't be surprised. But he didn't know, and nobody knew Cam Newton was going to be released. But when when you say, yeah, uh, that guy, he was on our radar. All right. Mac, Mac Jones was on your radar? I don't know. Yeah, Paul. I'm hearing that McLovin has a college quarterback crush, a guy who thinks he's a, a nobody who will be a, a, a somebody in four months. All right. well, the I team is hearing rumblings. Okay. No, no, no. I actually, yeah. I want to bet Paulie. Ooh. I want a quarterback bet. Okay. I will give him PFF's number two quarterback, Sam Howell. How about we take a break? Okay. All right. Yes. Take a break. Uh, we have to find out what's at stake because we just don't make bets on this show. There's always, there's always repercussions. Injury, embarrassment, humiliation, or a pie to the face. We'll take a break. McLovin's Big Bet coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, and what's in store tomorrow. Uh, Nick and Irvine is called back. We lost you last time, Nick. What's on your mind? Thanks so much for putting me back, Dan. Hashtag Hall of Famer. That's so awesome. Uh, I, I retired two weeks ago after 28 years as a litigator in California. And let me just try to shed a little light, which is we, you have a right to get married to who you want as long as you're two consenting adults. That's a civil right. That changed recently. If you're a person of two different races and you want to get uh, married, that happened in the Love case in the 50s. I made a movie about it. Um, you have a right to vote. You do not have a civil right to housing or working. People think that maybe you do, but you don't. And so you have a right not to have the vaccine. You have the right to get sick and die. You don't have a right to any medical care. That's not a civil right, actually. Uh, so I hope you have insurance, but you don't have a right to work. And if you, if what you are doing, uh, far, the risk far outweighs your your otherwise legal right to work, it's not a civil right, but a legal right to work, in other words, you can't get fired for the wrong reason, then that reason becomes the right reason. So when the government starts telling its employees you can't come to work unless you're, unless you're vaccinated, it's like a, all uh, full speed ahead. So what's going on and what Urban Meyer said, uh, he's, a, he's, a, you know, he's telling the truth. And, yeah, I mean, if he wins, Dan, if Urban Meyer wins, he's going to be able to say whatever he wants. But if he's, you know, I know it's a big business, but Urban Meyer is telling the truth. You know, well, why no, would you I, have I, a guy? And I, and I got that. Thank you, Nick. Um, Urban Meyer told the truth that part of the reason why or, you know, one of the reasons why he could have cut somebody was they weren't vaccinated. Uh, I don't know if you heard another coach say that, but you did hear that from him. And I think that uh, that's why the NFL Players Association is looking into that. Uh, the quarterback bet between McLovin and Paulie. All right. McLovin, uh, what are the stakes? Are we uh, talking a pie to the face? Three, two pies to the face. Two. I get two quarterbacks. This is a debate. Okay. Let me, Paulie has to agree to it first. Okay. All right. Give so, us the bet. Paulie mischaracterized it. It's not a guy who's out of nowhere. It's the two guys that Mike Renner was talking about in the last segment. Mm-hmm. He has Spencer Rather one, then Sam Howell, I'll give to Paulie. Then I get the third guy he mentioned, Malik Willis, out of Liberty. But since he's third, I get another one. So I'll say Malik Willis and my other guy go higher than Sam Howell or my other guy. Does that make sense? Well, who's the other guy? I want to take my slight surprise, Matt Corral out of Mississippi, who's like kind of in the 15 to 30 range in a lot of mock drafts. Okay. And Malik Willis is about top 10 in a lot of mocks, but Sam Howell's one or two. So I say Howell, I say that Malik Willis or Matt Corral go, one of those two guys goes higher than Sam Howell. All right. Paul, Paul, you, gets Howell. Paul you want to respond? I would respond, Dan. Um, I would take this bet. I feel pretty good about Sam Howell, UNC, but if I lose, I get one pie. McLovin loses, he gets two because he gets two quarterbacks. Would that be fair? Yes, it is. Sam, McLovin, are you willing to accept? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. 
And this is good. I love draft bets. Like, Seton and I had a great one a few years ago because it gives you something to watch for for six months. Yeah, I thought I had a decent bet with you. I think it was after Trevor Lawrence's freshman year, and I said he won't be taken number one overall. You kind of took the field. Yes, I did take the field. The field is always, is always a good yes, bet. Yes, I did take the field. And it's unlike most guys don't go wire to wire. Yeah. Yes, Paul. Sam Howell is interesting because at UNC, he has to overcome the Trubisky stink. Mm. which is still kind of around, even though Trubisky's not a true bust. Mm-hmm. But then he's got the beefiness of like a, he's like Baker Mayfield with about 12 extra pounds of muscle. Got good hair, which is really big for draft day. Great hair. I think he had a beard in high school. Yep. I he, remember watching a high school game with him, and, and he, was, he was sort of a running back at quarterback. It was a bruising back. Yeah, Paul. UNC's got a friendly schedule. A lot of people expect them to do better this year. They got Miami on October 16th and Notre Dame at Notre Dame October 30th. Mm. Big weekends for his Heisman push. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, Renner put me over the top. I had no idea Malik Willis ran like that. Today's NFL, that's, that's your guy, a running quarterback, right? But I don't know if playing at Liberty hurts him. Yeah. Because we don't know how good. And where did Liberty come from as far as a football power? Like, is it real? I don't know. They beat Coastal Carolina and they're the other out of nowhere. That was another team. one where you go, it, it was such a strange year last year where you're going, you know, if you looked at if you looked at the rankings, I didn't tell you what year it was or what sport it was, you'd probably go, Is this basketball? Has Liberty got a good basketball team? Coastal Carolina? They've been in the NCAA before. Yeah, Paul. So your Liberty Flames have a lot of money behind them lately and they're trying to schedule bigger games. Mm. They play teams like Old Dominion and Campbell. But then they've got Syracuse at Syracuse. They've got uh, Middle Tennessee, which isn't even that bad. They've got North Texas. They have um, Ole Miss at Ole Miss. you got to go there. And they play Army at home. So that could be a showdown. Matt, yeah. Matt Coral. And they have uh, Hugh Freeze is their coach. So mm. that and he brings a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting stuff with them. And, so. and a lot of heat sometimes. Yeah, a lot of Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. Uh, final results of the poll question. Who's going to have uh, uh, who has a better chance of winning Rookie of the Year, Mac Jones or Trevor Lawrence? Fifty four percent, Mac Jones. I'm a little surprised. I, I thought Trevor was going to win that one. Well, to be tricky on the numbers that are put up and the success of, I think if Mac Jones gets the Patriots into the uh, playoffs, then he's going to be your Rookie of the Year. I, because I don't, I don't know how they get in if he doesn't perform well. Now it's his job. And given that offense where you have tight ends you'll utilize, you've got running backs, you've got a good offensive line, he, he's, there's built-in success there. If you're a rookie quarterback or second-year quarterback, third-year quarterback, you want to have those pieces in place. I'm not thrilled with the wide receivers. The tight ends, uh, you can use both of them. Uh, you've got a lot of running backs, and it's a good offensive line. It's a good place to start. And if you have an offensive coordinator who was there for most of Tom Brady's run, you should be able to plug him in and say, this is what we did with Tom. But I think that that is the smarter pick, the safer pick, and the more consistent pick by taking Mac Jones. Do I think, you know, Cam's always the wild card? Yes. You know, you got a quarterback who can rush for 12 touchdowns. The problem is he can't throw for 12 touchdowns. So he can giveth, but he also taketh away. Yes, McLean. Do you put Zach Wilson in that rookie conversation? Well, you have to. I mean, you're going to be behind. You're going to get a lot of throws. I just want to know how good the off- is the offensive line going to be 
Good. I, that's why when, whenever we talk about skill position and offensive coordinator and scheme, and what did the Super Bowl come down to? Patrick Mahomes didn't have a good offensive line. So the can't-miss, surefire Hall of Famer, great quarterback, couple of great weapons, offensive-minded head coach, and what happened? The offensive line wasn't any good. If you don't have that, it doesn't matter. You can have all those skill position players, but if you're on your back, <laughs> they ain't getting the ball. As great as Mahomes is, and that's what Tampa knew. They're like, let's just go get him. And that was the difference in the Super Bowl. Let's go around the room what we learned on this program. Todd, I'll start with you. Bill Belichick won't rank the level of emotional difficulty in cutting Cam Newton or any player for that matter. McLovin. Sean Casey got struck out by two Hall of Famers. Uh, by the way, Bill Belichick quotes, I don't Twitter, I don't face my face, I don't yearbook. <laughs> 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 to live in the past is to die in the present. Uh, we'll worry about next week, next week. Like, see, he could give you these great quotes that you could use every single day. Seton, what'd you learn? Sean Casey has, in fact, been booed, and that is <laughs> One time. sad. He got thrown out from left field at first base. Paulie? <laughs> Brooksy. We're well, not allowed to do that anymore. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, the SUV family. When it comes to uh, good things, to those who wait, the 2021 Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Thanks for joining us. For Seton, Paulie, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly, this has been the Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out this Wednesday show. When I finish golfing or lifting weights or running around the neighborhood, my body doesn't recover the way it used to. And today it's all about sore muscles, post-workout discomfort, popping up in new spots all the time. That's why I'm so thankful Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons have emerged on the scene. And if it's good enough for people like Carson Palmer, or Ricky Fowler, or Steve Garvey, it's good enough for me. I trust Level Select CBD because it's formulated with doctors. There's a high concentration of CBD that allows me to feel it work immediately. And it's made with 0% THC. I apply Level 3 sports cream uh, directly to the sore spots and let the proprietary blend of CBD go to work for you. And you'll feel it immediately. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com, use the promo code DP30. Then you get $30 off your entire order today. $30 off LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DP30. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.